Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen Belly, I'm going to need you guys to um, listen to the soundtrack first. Um, respect DMX and Nas and Method Man. and uh, Who else was in there? Was Ja Rule? It, it, it doesn't matter. Ja Rule, Nas, Made Men, yes. Locks. Yeah, I'm Turn your subwoofers all the way up. Jam that shit. And then come back and watch the movie, yep. maybe. Well, yeah, maybe watch the movie if you want. Yeah, yeah you, you can skim through that. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you can catch us at uh, George R. Brown Center in Houston, Texas. We're going to be doing a uh, panel over there for uh, Comic Palooza. It's going to be the worst and forgotten movies. Uh, we will be there. That's going to be uh, June 18th, 2.30 uh, in the p.m. And uh, we'll be there for an hour acting a fucking ass and uh, possibly committing suicide, like Chip said last week. We are These are on... some real shit movies. So <laughs> yeah, they're really bad. It's a possibility. It's god awful. So we are on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Code45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube. We do dumb videos every now and then. And please, for the love of God, give us a five-star review on iTunes. We are also on Stitcher, Satchel, and finally, finally on Google Play. Today, Code45 is powered by good old Houston Blend, just like last week. That's what's up. Yeah, keeping with the tradition, I got a big old bottle of water over here. I've had like two gallons of water today out and i'm still so fucking thirsty yeah unfortunately this is uh probably the first show i'm actually gonna dry out and not drink so i'm powered by sadness <laughs> and today our our special guest is powered by hey what's going on i'm over here sipping on a couple of heinekens i no. thought y'all was drinking for real now y'all got me over here looking like the alcoholic <laughs> drinking by nah, man I'm, I'm over here like absorbing through like cyber cyber osmosis your heineken <laughs> pretty much i'm my face is up against the screen praying i get like a drop <laughs> <laughs> You are now listening to Cult 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome! Welcome, goddammit, to a rip-roaring hip-hop-laced edition of uh, Cult 45. I am your host, Beat'em Down, and today I'm joined by... Mr. Being Black. This is Chips, Sunny Chips reporting. And uh, today we have a uh, another special guest, guys. We're, we're rolling and rolling with special guests, man. But this one's a uh, really cool dude, man, that's on the uh, movie addiction. You can find him there. And he's also a uh, movie reviewer. Royal motherfucking Tenenbaum. What's good, bro? What up? It's your boy Rex Walls. You can reach me at rexwalls.com where I review movies, music, and television. Catch me at Facebook at Royal Tenenbaum. Yeah, this dude actually knows his movies. He's probably gonna make make me probably look bad out of everybody. <laughs> Didn't um, don't you generally have a um, when I think it was, was it Empire or was it Power or was it what's the yeah, show that you do a, the weekly? I started reviewing um, when I I started to blog about six months ago. Empire was such a huge show in the very first season. I honestly I really did like it a lot. I started reviewing that and I kind of got it would kind of get a lot of traffic on my on the blog so I rolled with it for a minute but um I think this probably going to be my last season doing the empire thank god <laughs> cuz that shit is garbage <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a point where literally everyone I spoke to was watching that fucking show. No, I, I, I know, yeah, no. that and I had to I had to jump on that on that gravy train. I'm glad mm-hmm. I, it helped me get my blog started and everything. But it's tough writing about it. I just I'll say that. How much of your soul did you lose? Because like I because <laughs> no, I'm being dead serious because like I um when it first first was coming, I was like, okay, that could be actually pretty good. That's not bad. They're gonna they're gonna ride that wave from uh you know uh, hustle and flow. Yeah, so I was like, okay, you know, they got the chemistry. It's, it's, it's gonna be something. And I never got around to watching it, and you know, my wife was like dead set on watching that shit. And like, I think around whatever season two or three or whatever season was before this one, yeah, I just perfect. peeked in and I was like, what the fuck is this? Shit? <laughs> it was just so bad. <laughs> Honestly, I did like the first season. Now I don't want to rag on it too much. It's it's a lot of people take it too serious. It's it's a soap opera. You know what I mean, it's yeah, a yes. soap opera. But uh, today, guys, we're gonna be doing uh, Belly, which is gonna be Belly, which is a real funny story with that because I I totally forgot I seen this movie for um, reasons we'll get into later. Hopefully, a statute of limitations will protect me. So we're gonna start with our guest, the uh, Royal Tenenbaum, sir. Please tell us your uh, introduction to Belly. How did that go down? Man, I was I was on the Belly before it even came out because Hype Williams he was directing some of my favorite rap videos. I mean, Nas was my favorite rapper at the time. You got uh, a lot of Wu Tang affiliates and Wu Tang on the on the um, soundtrack, so. I was ready for it before it came out. Like I was reading articles about it and, and being prepared for it. Mr. Being Black, tell me your uh, first experience same, with Belly. Same thing. This is uh, so ninety 
eight. I want to say no. Double XL magazine hadn't came out yet, so I was still reading the source, and right. the source was pumping uh, Belly really hard. Like you couldn't you couldn't go anywhere. And in '98, that is DMX had just dropped his first album, and I think he was on the way because he dropped two albums that year, Flesh and My Flesh. So he was super 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 hot at that at that time. So you couldn't really go too far without seeing promotional ads for Belly. And like Tenenbaum said. You know, Hype Williams was the man at that point as well. Oh, yeah. Chips, you're a, you're a lot younger than us, so I'm really really interested to hear yeah. how you came across Belly. I was about 10 years old when this came out. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, I, I'd watch a lot of MTV, and my cousins would watch, watch a bunch of BET and shit, so this was all over the fucking place. So I know I, I've heard about it a lot, and in the future I'd see little bits and pieces of it on TV, but I'd never actually seen it all the way until uh, recently doing it for this show. Up. It's all right. I mean, yeah, I can, I can see why it was uh, such a fucking big deal. I didn't see the movie at the time, but I remember um, the video Grand Finale. That's what I was Oh, yeah. Was yeah. Like, Jesus. I was like, I got to go see this fucking movie. <laughs> I was just like, this is just. Grand Finale was a dope song. That was one of my favorite songs. Seriously. Like, one of my favorite fucking songs. Black can vouch for me from high school. I was a ridiculous DMX fan. So, pretty much anything he could do was like pretty much gold. And then, like, I think It Was Written was out around that time with uh, yeah. Nas. So, it was yeah. just fucking just right on time. I got to give props to Hype Williams. He took that momentum of a lot of videos that he was doing. You know, like, he was red hot, dude. Like, it was, it was a perfect storm mm-hmm. of just, you know, for impressionable teens, you know, that was the movie to fucking see like it felt like a fucking movement at the time i was like man i gotta, I gotta see this man and uh sadly i was super loaded when i saw it so <laughs> it just <laughs> i just have small visions in my head I no no not 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 sadly this is like a, a weed smoker's paradise yeah in this movie just because all the colors That's the visuals true. are awesome so visuals a lot of weed in the, in the film too yeah yeah they do yeah so i like, felt like you were right there with him <laughs> Yeah, I thought to myself, if I was there just smoking one of those blunts, I would be so fucked up and losing my mind. Yeah, you'll still be high. <laughs> you'll be just now coming down. Right? And and then through the whole fucking movie, it's a big ass blunt after big ass blunt one after another. Scenes, yeah. One of my favorite scenes was uh was when they were in the restaurant and they finally got buns and he just pulled out a fat blunt. Boy, like, did he! <laughs> yeah. but we'll, we'll we'll get to that part. That we'll get to that part. That boy pulled out a fucking bat, bro. But uh, let's. <laughs> Let's, let's start with the opening. Yeah, let's do the let's do the intro. So, um, the intro had me fucking rolling, guys. Because uh, if you if you ever listen to a DMX album, it's hard not to think about uh, DMX infamous uh, prayers in his album oh, when he started talking. Because it's uh, he I don't know if he was rapping or if he was trying to act at this point, but it just started cracking me up. Because like, because <laughs> you know when he starts talking, he has to pause and then go back and do some more stuff. <laughs> and you know when I'm gonna get some groceries for the store, it's like what 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 is what is. <laughs> What are you talking about? And he, <laughs> he does it about the whole movie, and I fucking love it, dude. And uh, <laughs> so, they, so we get the uh, soul to soul, uh, back to life acapella as they slow mo go through black light, and um, it kind of opened my eyes, dude. I, I don't know how you guys mm. felt about it. Like, like Tenet yeah. Bomb, like, how did you? Because I know you rewatched the movie when you saw the strip club scene. Like, what, like, be honest, man. Like, what, what, what kind of went through your mind when you saw it? I was into it because it looked like a music video. I love mm-hmm. the song that, that go with it. So they come in I, and they got the slow motion. They got the black light. Yeah, know? that was uh, Nas' eyes looked fucking crazy and that, everything looked fucking awesome in that intro. But you know what was so powerful about that scene? Because mm. like, oh, I don't like the movie. But if you hear Steady, if you hear that song now, you automatically think of Belly. Like, it jacked it yeah, completely. A- a- absolutely. And, and another thing that I liked about the movie... Um, because you know that there's a part where DMX walks into the bathroom and gets the gun from old girl, right? Right. There was a place in New York, a really epic place uh, called The Tunnel in New York. That's it's since that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, it's great that they were able to use that. And the only reason, re- reason I knew that it was a tunnel is because it had uh, co-ed bathrooms in the tunnel. And I'm like, Jesus, I would love... I don't know if that'd be a good thing or a bad thing. You know damn well that'd be terrible. <laughs> oh, but it might. If you're in your twenties, it might be fun. Well, yeah, twenties yeah. might be the shit. I, you know, I never even really noticed that it was a co-ed bathroom. I just thought buns was just buns. You know, not giving a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> not giving a fuck. I don't give a damn who's pissing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, like like co-ed bathrooms work only for like certain age ranges, I feel like. Because me now, I don't want no broads near me. When not I'm not for the business that mm-hmm. I got to handle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that unholy fucking. Ain't, ain't, yeah, ain't nothing sexy about that. But uh, So uh, after he gets the after he gets the whatever kind of guns that they get from the chick, they start walking up the stairs and they just basically rob the club, shoot the bouncer in the chest, and just skate off into the night. Great. I think it was great 
great opening. Like it instantly pulls you in. Absolutely. From that point. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel though that they they hit me kind of like really hard at once with mm-hmm. the fucking visuals, man. You you got the fucking blue. You got the fucking low low camera angles. You got the strobe lights. Just yeah, that got got that got kind of old for me real quick. <laughs> we'll get into that. But, I'm glad uh, you mentioned. Um, I'm glad you mentioned it was the tunnel because that kind of goes along with the allure of of the film. Um, right. It, I mean, it's 1998. This is when New York rap was was everything. Time. Oh yes, it's the Atlanta of right now, or, or whatever you want to call right now. But I mean, yeah, it was the tunnel. It's the the best rap club. I mean, or or hip hop club. I just I, I really thought that that set the tone. And um, as far as the the, the kind of tent to the movie and, and the texture and everything, I think he was kind of going for more like a neo what is it called? Neo noir. Right. Um, that's kinda, that's kind of what I felt, too. Yeah. Like, I that's think that's what I felt. Good style, a way to stylize the film, actually. It was it was actually nice. Like uh, halfway halfway through, I started getting I did get like video fatigue after a while. But we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> so we, after after that, they go in. I like how they introduce the main characters. You know, they're riding away in the car to go to Bun's house, and we introduce to our main character DMX is Buns, mm-hmm. Sincere is Nas, uh, Mark is Weebay from The Wire, which I y'all already know The Wire is one of my favorite shows. Yes, we know. And then there's Black. <laughs> And you yep. know what I looked up? You know, out of all the people in the movie, who is black in real life? He's never been in anything else. I think he's just like, that guy. Cause whose like, cousin was he? Yeah. Cause, uh, <laughs> I mean, think about it, dude. Because like, the shit that happens to him in that movie, there's no rapper on earth that will allow that to happen in my film, bro. No. Never. Ever. Like there was there was no type of uh social media destruction that could happen for, for doing that film. So I think Black was just a actor that they just had or friend. You you know you literally can't find anything about him online. Oh, his real I'm name is Jay Black. I was like, like, what if he's just some like Shakespearean actor or some Nothing. shit? You can't find anything <laughs> on that guy. No, he looks real he looked super dusty. Like yeah, he, I think uh, they grabbed him I'm outside of the I'm really tunnel. afraid to see what he's doing because I like we'll get to that scene, but I was like, man, what is going on with him right now? Because nobody has to respect that cat. But uh we get um good God man. Uh, that that four hundred dollar baby oil budget uh, Black was talking about a couple episodes ago. Put into practice, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Keisha was fine, fine. fine it's the biggest hell. woo I've ever gotten from you, on this Cold. Show, bro. Because she was and up. Keisha was uh, she was fine. She was a she was singer. the uh, was the black chick from Bronx Tale. Because she she was a singer. I didn't know. You her. know, I didn't know that until you see it in the back screen. I thought that was a porn that she was watching. Not knowing it was one of her music videos. Oh shit! I didn't even catch that, bro. But yeah, she is, yeah. Uh, oof, she's fine. And but like that's when I was. That's when it kind of hit me. I was like, man, Instagram bras are not. Uh, they're artificial as shit. There was nothing out of outrageous about her. Like you know, they were, oh, she got big ass titties. I mean, yeah, but it wasn't like. But out- you knew they. You knew they were normal. You knew they're real. Titties. They yeah, weren't you know, like she, manufactured. Yeah, right. She was born with those. Manufactured. When I first right. get to the house, they're watching fucking gummo on the big screen. <laughs> by by yeah, Harmony Korean. Did anybody that? else notice that shit? Yes. No. I tried watching that movie. Suck. Uh, bullshit. Yeah, that movie. That, that movie's awful. But I was like, wow, they're playing some serious, like, obscure art house shit in in this movie. What the fuck is going on? I didn't and, know that was real. That, that was that was Buns that put it on. That was right. Buns movie. Yeah, he's crazy yeah. in the head. I, I guess just to let you know, he's fucking crazy. I didn't know that was a real movie. I was so confused. I didn't either. I, I didn't know what that was. Yeah, when I found out it was real, I was like, Holy and uh, shit. actually, like, but you know what? Uh, hype actually gave a lot of nods to a lot of his his friends, his artist friends. Like uh, all those pictures that he had in the back mm-hmm. were are by this uh, French photographer named Thierry Lagos and um I guess him and him and hyper buddies but he does a lot of black art he's actually a white French dude. You know what's even so crazy? He's giving nods to all his homeboys. That's DMX actual house, though. No shit. Yeah, I don't know if he still has it, but uh... well, probably not. <laughs> sold it for dope. Yeah, he probably broke his house down to, to snort it. But yeah, like his like that was his, that was his actual fucking house. But I was. didn't know that the dude who wrote Gummo wrote Kids. I'm like, how did you oh, yeah. drop off that bad? Oh, Spring Breakers was good. I liked Spring Breakers. I never gave it a shot. Holy shit! That the dude they did Gummo did Spring Breakers. Oh yeah. Wow. Was Gummo after Kids or before? Uh, I think it was after. I'm not completely sure. Yeah, yeah. He wrote Kid. He wrote Kids first, and then okay. I think I think Gummo was the first thing he directed. 
I'm, I I'm just talking out of my ass. I'm, nah, it's all, it's my, all good. I was saying, um, I definitely didn't know that Gummo was a real movie until probably a year or two after Belly came out. Mm-hmm. Me and my buddy were flipping through the channels. I think it was on um, one of those American films. It was like, probably like a, today's IFC or something. And we're looking at I think it was... <laughs> The kid's in the tub, and he's, like, talking about spaghetti or something. I don't really remember. But it was just, we watched it because we knew it from Belly. Right. But I remember just watching it, like, what the hell is this shit? Ugh. Like, unfortunately, we're probably going to have to do this movie eventually. And that's just No, no. I watched it. It's it's really hard. There's no dialogue. I mean, now there's dialogue, but it's very, very, very disjointed. I mean, it's just, like, a bunch of home movies slapped together. It's weird. And we're talking about a, a disjointed plot with Ellie. You don't yeah. want to get to Gummo. <laughs> yeah. So Keisha grabs uh, DMX's two-way pager, which is another. Oh one. yeah. God damn, I miss those things. This shit was. <laughs> I used to want one so bad, and that was just fucking absolutely garbage. But uh, <laughs> she calls um, uh, was it uh, Tiana? I think Tiana, who is Vita in real life, used to be part of uh, Murder Inc. That's why she looked fucking. Familiar. Yeah, yeah. She used to be part of Murder Inc. Jeez, I she never had a put really two together. Super brief. Every almost literally every person that you see in this movie, minus uh black, is a rapper <laughs> or some or is somebody. Yeah, that's true. Very like true. literally everybody. Everybody, even um knowledge, like everybody, dude. Yeah, so we get a little messy whole fight. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know no fucking Kiana. <laughs> I don't know no Kiana. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> DMX singing in the shower was fucking hilarious, though. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I, I feel like he was singing Here We Go Again. Wait a second. Didn't he sing? Or one yeah, More Road uh, Across or something? No, no. Didn't he sing um, in Chris Rock's movie when he was in jail? Uh, which movie Chris was Rock? that? Fucking the last Chris Rock movie that Top came five? out. Yeah. I didn't watch that shit. Yeah, I didn't like it. But he was singing He was singing in the in the jail cell there, too. I, I completely forgot about it until right now. A lot of people way. like Top 5. Tenet Bob, did you see it? I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things about Top 5 and Good Hair. I think they're both documentaries, no? No. No, uh, top five is not uh, good here. Top five is kind of like his. Top five is not a documentary. It is not. Mm-mm. I did not know that. I thought it was a doc. It's a it's a rom com to me, and it's not yeah. funny. It's a it's it, it seemed predictable, but um, it was very. If you can look at the trailer, and you can pretty much guess everything that happens right. in that movie. Everything. There was a. <laughs> I was like, no. But you know what I did like about this scene coming up when um when Keisha and and DMX get in a fight. And then you cut to Nas and his family life. I mean, it's like this big difference. Like, I like how they change the colors. Right. Nas has a brownish, a warm hue. Yeah. DMX is, is like stale, ice, ice cold. cold. Yeah, it's like it's just straight money, dope dealing. Uh, I like that. I like how the, the little, you can, the difference between the two lives that they're living. Unfortunately, they're really doing the same thing. Yeah. The only thing that was positive about that was just the actual visuals. Cause when they, when, if you actually zone into what they're saying, my God, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. That acting was, Woo! Oh, shit. you know what? I, I just, I think DMX could have been a good actor. I think yeah, he D- had, I, 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 DMX, Nas did all right, but no, Nas was a horrible actor. No, Nas was terrible. Nas was terrible. Uh, yes. I it was okay. Nah, it's all DMX. But the, like, the, the women, the women were absolute trash yes. actors yes they were holy shit great yeah. to look at terrible yeah. speaking wise it was, it was the worst so like we get the double fight and that transition to double smashing and it was also a very stark stark difference dmx yeah. <laughs> long dick style like a motherfucker um and nas making sweet sweet love <laughs> Yeah, show. And then that's pretty much it. That's what we love. Trying to make another baby. Yeah. With a, just a drum beat yeah. playing in the background. So we cut to, um, I think this was Mark's basement. Yeah, the basement. And I was like, man, they, these dudes are like super slow as fuck. I really think they're smoking for real. And like they had to have been. Cause, um, no, they were. they were. They had to be. I, I was reading in some places that they were having difficulties on the set. Really? Because a lot, of, well, because a lot of the actors, rappers, weren't showing up, showing up to the set intoxicated. I'm like, this makes more sense now. Because uh, they were fucked up. And uh, in the source of one of the magazines, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that they were smoking real weed on the set. I'm confident. For, you know, I, I never thought for a second yeah. they were smoking never fake doubted. weed. So we get, a, uh, we get the intro to Knowledge, who I felt like was the, um, probably in this entire film, the, like, the poorest fleshed out character of all of them. Because he was like, I don't know how everybody else feels about it. Because Knowledge mm-hmm. was kind of fucking important. Hype had a, had, a, had a really bad habit of taking his uh, shots far, far, far away. Mm-hmm. Where you really don't get up up and close on the people. I don't know if that was on purpose. Like the people who are not like in the right. You know, he doesn't get that close on them. But then at the same time, Big Head Rico, he was all up in his fucking face. So like, <laughs> he did have one pretty close up of Knowledge. When he was um, in, in jail. jail. Yeah. What kind of casual jail is that? We'll get to that. Here's a hilarious scene. Um... <laughs> 
Some dude named Black for some reason was the wackest one out of the group. Uh, mm. I'm happy uh, with that. Motherfucker. And uh, so, well, because knowledge gets on the phone with DMX and he's like, "Well, okay, so Black is mad because he didn't get the same cut as Nas." Because Black knowledge, because Black sucks. Okay, fuck. You. <laughs> uh, but uh, so he, he tells DMX, you know, he he's a hater. He wants to jack sincere slash Nas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and DMX punks the shit out of him. Like, what do you make him do? Strip. Oh yeah, yeah butt naked, but shooting shooting at the ground. Strip, nigga. Strip. Oh, <laughs> first of all, okay, I need y'all to like really think about this. Was there a more aggressive jack scene ever done on film? No, that was pretty. I think this is number one because so, the, the I, I felt I felt some sincere anger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because strip. The constant unloading of his gun to the floor was like just epic, dude. Just <laughs> I'm surprised none, none of those bullets bounced around if they were and in a basement. X. I think X was probably the strongest. I mean, unless you want to say Method Man, DMX was the strongest actor in the movie. I mean, none of these guys went on to do anything else. I mean, DMX did. He did a couple direct to DVDs, but yeah. Well, um, did, was that? Didn't, didn't King didn't uh, was a movie called King or some shit? Didn't that go to theaters? Was that? I mean, well, he he probably had a couple that that went to theaters. They, I mean, he did the thing with Aaliyah, and he had a couple. They trusted him for a minute, but yeah. And then they had, had the one with Steven Seagal, and that was that was the end of it for him. Oh, that was bad. He did. Didn't he do Steven Seagal and Jet Li? Yeah, yeah, he did because uh, Romeo must damn. die, right? He got a couple of big ones. No, yeah. it was a it was something else he did. I think it was um, God damn it, wasn't it? It was a stupid name because he did one with uh, <laughs> Barry okay, we, something. Oh, we got Belly, we got Cradle to the Grave, we got Exit Wounds, Cradle to Romeo must die. I think Cradle, it was to, the Cradle to the Grave. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Exit Wounds was uh, Stephen Seagal. There we go. And that was the end. <laughs> Yeah. That was the end of his movie. That career. was enough, yeah. Romeo Must Die was Jet Li. Yeah. Okay. That's I, what well, he, I thought he did too with Jet Li. Romeo Must Die and uh, Exit Wounds, correct? No. No, Cradle to the Grave. Yeah, Cradle to the yeah. Grave. Cradle, yeah. But DMX actually got some fighting parts in it. I, I, I don't know. It's pretty. We, we got to visit one of those for the show because <laughs> this shit was fucking awesome. Um, but yeah. I like how Black just sits in the corner after having the strip butt neck and just, yeah. you're going to get yours, B. You're <laughs> Looking but real. You gonna get oh, your, yeah. You're going to get yours beat. I, I wouldn't be shocked if that was actually not scripted. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would be like, yep. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's what he does. That's what DMX does. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't, <laughs> please don't move that camera. This is some dope shit. So, uh, Tommy, or AKA Buns, uh, which is the DMX character, he makes his way to the uh, Jamaican dude who is uh, Lennox. Was yeah. that through uh, knowledge? Knowledge. We got to talk about knowledge. Knowledge is. Hmm. Uh, Help me out here. <laughs> He's played by Power. Power is one of those. He's actually a real big dude in hip hop. Um, right. He's basically um, who? Who's the behind the scenes of Cash Money? Not Baby, who, but who's the other guy? Slim. You talking about Slim? Yeah, he's Slim. He 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 created Wu Tang. He executive produced every Wu Tang album. He's wow. uh, Yeah, he's a certified millionaire. Jesus Christ! Uh, I didn't know that. But you, all right, Attendant Bomb, I have a very, very, very important question for you What's in that? order to determine the rest of this uh, podcast. Who is better? Oh. Ghostface, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I'm on your side, dummy. I was just <laughs> laughing because I didn't Ghost know that. That's me. Go- I didn't know where you were going. I was like, oh, shit. Ghostface killer or Jizza? Choose wisely. Choose wisely. Choose words wisely. Who is better? Yes. Yeah. As a whole. I could... I could honestly, I could make arguments for either one, but if I had, to, if I had to really be true to myself, be honest about, in a collection of work of, of what I'd appreciate, and he got some of my favorite albums ever, so I'm gonna roll with Ghost Dead. Oh, yes, my man. All right, we're okay. You were sitting on the edge of our seat. Yeah, I was. <laughs> that was that was a good build up. Oh, I'm going to play some tense-ass music for that shit. You better play Apollo Kids. You play Apollo Kids in this bitch after his answer. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) 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 I was nervous, man. I was like, oh, boy. But, you know, all right, here's something about this scene where DMX goes to Ox's house that the I've watched this movie a lot of times, and I never noticed it, and now it bugged me. Mm. Why does Ox, as big a drug dealer as he is, have no security? Bro. (laughs) Cause they, cause they make it seem like you, you know, he does have security. Cause even his uh, maids have walkie talkie. Yeah, but he, it's just it's two almost like you know, he's and himself. He got the got a couple maids. He, no, but remember when at towards later, which I don't want to give matter. away. 
when <laughs> you know the the shit hits the fan, he has no security. Yeah, he's in there by himself. So I'm like, wait a second, you can't. Wh- why do you have all this? Why do you have all these walkie talkies? Are you gonna call Mabel to come <laughs> cook you some oxtails? That's it. That'll <laughs> stop me from killing them, though. I'm not gonna lie to you right now. Somebody was like, hey. <laughs> Before you shoot me, dog. My, uh, but I never, I never noticed that. Maybe, maybe we can assume that they died in the perimeter. Who knows? But because um, like Tommy had no, to go, they, through... they just ran straight into his fucking house. Well, we don't, don't know how big the property is. I'm assuming it's fucking huge. That's what, exactly. If you feel like you have to have security cameras in your remote control for your TV, I would assume that you could also invest in a couple of henchmen. Yeah, just just two, two. or three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the magic number. If he had had one dude watching his back, he would have made it out. One Just one. Oh yeah, the one that uh, mattered. Because <laughs> he was pretty good on his own. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But if he had just one dude. We're jumping ahead. But this is the part that I like. This is what I got out of it. When DMX is talking to Ox mm-hmm. and he turns up the soccer game yeah. and have yeah. this overlay, yes. it feels like, I don't know why this is what I thought. It's like he turned up the volume so he couldn't be hear, heard by the possibly. Yeah. yeah. And I like how it showed, it, I can't explain it, but it showed you the noise level of the soccer game visually. Yeah. I thought that was really cool because I never really seen that done. No, that that was a really really good shot, but I felt like it went on too long. Like I like I saw what they did, and I because you really couldn't it. hear what they were. Yeah, saying. Yeah, you couldn't. So you basically gave me. I guess that was an artistic move, but it was like it was a really long scene for you not to. Exactly but I'll, I'll say saying. this: Ox, hands down, we talked about this in Warriors, had the most memorable lines of the entire movie. Don't yeah. come with scary mon business. Like that was dope. Like oh, bro, yeah, because that that's the only time you see uh, buns get checked. Cause he knew what was up. Cause he I fucked up and said he shouldn't have said nothing like that. I mean, like if you got, like, <laughs> don't ever say I'm scared, boy. <laughs> don't come to me with scary mom business. Well, he, even Buzz himself kind of backpedaled a little bit after yeah, he that. Did. Yeah, he did. He's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, even though even though half the shit he said was fucking unintelligible to me, I knew I knew what was going on when yeah, he said that. That was the only clear thing he said. It was like it was a bunch of them da da dum da da. Boy, don't ever fuck with me like that shit. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, I'm sorry. Please. Oh, by the way, why did I thought this nigga had snacks? And that was motherfucking huge bowl of weed. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. I thought this nigga had like some shredded weed or something. What the fuck is in that bowl? Dude? Bowl of combos. Yes. <laughs> yes. Some fucking some, pizza combos. Some combo. kale chips. <laughs> Guacamole or some shit. But nah, man, that was a huge unnecessary pile. Oh, my God, dude. Like like it was um to him, <laughs> for that guy, having that big bowl of weed was equivalent to having like just some mints around. Like it was just no big deal. Just, just take some while you go. <laughs> we had some ones already rolled up in this little box. My God. I did have a problem, but, you know, back in the day, because I was like, I was 16. So I was like, damn, she's 16. She's kind of fun. Now, as, as, as a grown ass man, you know, DMX, uh, t- t- tumultuous relationship with uh, Kiana or Tiana, whatever the fucking name oh, yeah. is. Fucking gross, man. Hilarious. <laughs> Creepy <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, but fucking kind of gross, man. Go do a little statutory charges. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it's just fucking weird. God damn it. But I feel like every gangster movie gotta have I'm getting head scene. Yeah. I feel like that's a trope that has to get it gotta get covered. Yeah, cause I mean even even like casino and shit, like like you always gotta <laughs> grab the head and put it down and be on the phone or just got off the phone. They they go to Omaha and they are you know they're, they're slanging over there and uh that boy Big Head Rico shows up. Big head. Let me ask y'all a question. In any movie besides <laughs> maybe Donnie Brasco, not not Donnie Brasco. I'm thinking of Carlito's way. Has there ever been a bigger hater scene than this one right here? The hater. That's that's when you look up hater. Big head Rico. Got to be big head Rico. Eating then. that banana like this. Ne- I've never <laughs> seen hype hit that one. Yeah. Now, hold on. Here's a movie movie trivia fact. Who knows who that is? Oh, that's Kane, oh, that's bro. Menace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know that. But let me actually. I was talking to uh, beat him down about this. Can you believe that? Menace only came out like five years before Belly. Yeah, what was 93, 98? 92, something. Yeah, it felt like a longer period of time yeah, than that. It did, the, uh, I, I'm trying to think of one. They hit so many perfect points. The hair, the glasses, the extreme close-up, the goofy look on his face, plus eating banana <laughs> and, and not that, wiping his mouth. Jesus. And the, being, and the being a hater for no reason, just because you just wanted to be a just your, nah, your nah, money was, was getting low. He was encroaching on his on his drug trade. Like there, 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 there was an agenda. Just, just to shoot it out, you know. But he was doing like uh, it's it just for that dude to look so fucking goofy because he was Cat Williams before Cat Williams, dude. Like he was he was that <laughs> dude. It's like for him to be so diabolical and like have a fucking agenda to kill people like later in the movie is like fucking beyond me, dude. And I right. I wish 
I feel like they could have glossed over certain people a little bit more. Like I feel like they didn't give a people like they just do. Because like I need it. Well, well, we'll get to that. Rico's backstory. No, fuck his backstory. Just like the um, like his end. I needed. I needed more because I need to see right. his hater like go down. You're right. It kind of just <laughs> goes away. It's just yeah. He's, he's kind of he just falls in the crowd like ah. It's like what well, is he going? But, uh, <laughs> where, oh yeah. No no. Where no. do y'all love? Uh, let me ask you this. Where do y'all rank yes. this movie? Like, what what category it in, is it in? Because I know some people who kind of respect it as a real film. I know some people who will say it's kind of like along the lines or throw it in the same boat as, as a I'm about it. Or, you know what? Generally, mm-hmm. generally, we save that for the very, very end. Okay. But I would say as far as a hip-hop movie, when I thought about it, it's actually up there. As far as a hip-hop movie, it's like probably top five. <sighs> Think about hip hop movies. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Like as far as I'll put it this way. I'll do it this way. Cause I I would categorize it as movies with rappers in it. And as far as you know, that's like a genre in its own self. Like uh, you know, uh Faller blocking, thirty third. We're not gonna count those we'll count uh paid in full. We'll we'll throw that in there. But like as far as um those movies go, I I will say top five, top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I just recently watched Paid in Full too. I like that movie. I like that movie too, and I like this movie. I, I if we're gonna call them rapper movies, I, I guess they they at the very tip of the uh, of the. Uh, no, absolutely, because because everybody everybody was trying to do it at that time. Because there was a bunch of other ones that came oh, out. Oh man! After and before. no limit wouldn't stop. Remember uh, Big Ballers? <laughs> Anybody see that yeah. piece of shit? Yeah, that was garbage. But I'll say like I mean like honestly like I shit on the movie you know for, for shits and giggles. But like as far as you know, it's laced with nothing but music entertainers, dude. As far you as know what you know how I feel about the movie. Mm. I feel like it's a movie that you could just turn on. It's not. Oh, that's background TV for goddamn. That's what, no, I'm saying, but you could you could pick up at any point. That's the one thing I did appreciate with the movie is you could be 45 minutes into it, walk into it like knowing nothing, and still be in. But uh, you know, uh, Lennox picks out the dude who needs to go down. I don't know his fucking name. I just know this motherfucker had uh, feathers. Oh, feather starts with a P. Whatever. Well, actually, we we skipped one part—the little part where Keisha and T. Boz are talking. Oh, She's God. getting relationship advice. You have to say terrible the, acting girl time. The only thing oh, that Jesus I noted—the only thing I wrote right here—is I hate when girls get advice from other girls. <laughs> I'm like, I hate that shit. Because yeah, that was worth it. That so was worth perfect. the time. That, that's what I had to say. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck that! Stop talking." So Ox had security over there. Why did the big guy have to wear glitter? Like all the dudes in there were wearing Man, glitter. Man, I don't know what that was about. I don't know if he was, but he could have been like all. Okay, first of all, for the record, uh, in his defense, like uh, when when DMX was was chatting with uh, Lennox about doing the hit, there was a broad dancing in front of this dude so long and so hard, and she was fairly shining. So maybe it was just the dust up from all the chicks dancing on the dudes. I, I, yeah, maybe, maybe. That could be stripper glitter just you know rubbed off on him that you, and it's hard to get off. He probably tried to take three showers and couldn't get that shit off him, dude. <laughs> Hopefully he's not in a committed relationship because that's his bitch ass when he gets home. Just fr- frantically doing five loads of laundry trying to get that shit out. <laughs> Can't get the blood clot shiners off. Big head Rico finally puts in the call. Yeah, but drops that. He drops dime. his dime and drops. they bust up the bust up the drug ring. So poor Mark, man. Uh, really fucked up scene. People getting fucked up. And yeah. uh, Mark gets gathered up and he's trying to like drive away. This scene actually kind of bummed me the fuck out a little bit, dude. Even though yeah. there's no attachment to Mark whatsoever in this movie. Like, Not you know, really. They don't give you time to... He only yeah. has, what, three scenes yeah, prior yeah. to that? Just laughs at Black getting <laughs> fucking stripped butt naked. That's really it. But I will say, great song selection. Of course. Right there. It was kind of felt it had a little epic feel to it. But it was a bummer, dude, when he died. Like, I felt like yeah. he, he should have had more more shine because that, that death would have hurt me even more because he, uh, he, got, he, he got capped. He was like bleeding out but you didn't know that. You thought he was gonna might get away, but he had that look on his face of sheer terror. Yeah, and, and also uh, in addition to that song choice, like okay, maybe he's gonna make it. He didn't. It didn't look like he got shot in the heart. He got shot so in the like, lung or some shit because he fucking. I was like, maybe he'll out. get away. And now you listen to the lyrics, like yeah, okay, everything's gonna be all right. Nope. Negative. He died as he drove. That was a great shot, actually. Yeah, yeah. it's like when he just drops dead. Oh, that was yeah. pretty cool. That was a pretty cool shot. And then he fucking just eats the goddamn truck. I was like, oh. Even if he was sitting up, his head is gone. So then they cut scenes to knowledge. He's in jail. Yeah, um, what kind of jail was this? I don't know. Because he was like, very, very what, when he smoking weed? Not that it was just a cigarette. <sighs> the way he smoked. And, uh, it definitely wasn't a cigarette. That was okay. Because you know, it was, a, it was a cigar at least. Yeah. I said it might have been some weed. It yeah. had to be because like you, you got, y'all know the stance you take when you smoke a cigarette versus. <laughs> there's different body language 
and he had like and he had the reaction in the body language of smoking a joint dude like a, yeah, a that's blunt true. or something cuz like you don't I never seen nobody go to flavor country that hard bro ever <laughs> flavor country ever just Oh yeah. Get well, uh, personally, a little, little personal information here. I have been to County once, and people, uh, I, 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 I did uh, <laughs> sniff a, a little, sniff a little. Um, no. Bitch, when I went there. Oh, okay. I thought you about to sniff some coke. I'm yeah, like, this man. No, no, you no, only, no, you were only there for the tickets. Something in the air, like, oh boy, look at that. <laughs> oh yeah. So this, this is uh, somebody fucked up making that phone call. It was a Keisha. Yeah. Knowledge was a calling Keisha. Yeah. About Fuck trying up. to get bail money and this and the corner bitch and all this kind of stuff. And the feds were listening. Yeah. And, uh, and in the meantime, uh, our boy Featherhead, he gets uh, destroyed by DMX in disguise. Once again, another beautiful kind of scene, like when they show him slumped over in the seat, yep. feathers waving in the wind. I thought that was pretty cool. So then we cut to a FBI raid. FBI raid coming in. Stark visual with the gun in the face. I don't know why this makes me laugh, but when he rolls up, he sees the fence there, immediately just burns off. He's I mean, like, yeah, what, yeah, is, I, what are you supposed to do? Else. Doesn't yeah, he just else. reverse out? Yeah, he just backs out and nobody sees it. Slowly. Nobody pays attention. He's like, oh, he just backs up and he's gone. <laughs> and so he, he calls Nas up for help. And this is the part that bugs me. So DMX is on the run, right? Right. He's trying to be low key. So in being low-key, he decides that he's going to walk through New York City smoking a fat oh, ass one. Because that, that's how you keep the heat off you. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you do it. Oh, yeah, because he, because like, he, and, then, and then he went to his friend, like a, a known associate. Right, right. Like he that's brought, what you, that's he what brought you do. that shit to them, to his house. I'd be like, bitch, what? Why are you, why are you talking to me right now? But at least he had enough sense to call from a payphone when he did. So the fuck him. what? He still drove up there in the same vehicle. Oh, what a jackass! So they finally cut scenes and uh, what I think knowledge is in jail and he's getting Method Man. I guess this is his hired hit him. What was Method right. Man's name in the movie? Shamik. 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 Or Shamik or whatever. I think Shamik. You know, you know how it was back in the day. I yeah. Shamik. Knowledge and, uh, born. What did, he gave him a fake name though. He gave. What did he? Uh... He gave. Oh fuck! What was it? It was like some stupid oh, name. Money love or. Yeah, like Jay. So like money something or something money. Yeah, he was. A Jay dude. love, Jay love, baby, or something, something. I can't remember what it he was. Said, Shoot the illest nigga in, in Nebraska. About it, about it, fool. I really liked uh uh cause 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 that boy Tinnabon made a really good point. Like you know mm. like Method Man can't act. He can't. No, he actually can't. He actually can't act. He actually, and that's why everybody thought he was going to be the biggest one in the world because he had the most charisma right. out of all right, of them. Right, right, right. But uh, he uh, goes incognito. He goes un- undercover as well, also in disguise to uh, hit up Rico. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I got a little confused because I didn't know who fucked with who and who was on whose team at this point. And I was like, I, I, I can't. I was getting lost because like I, I well, you cause know, knowledge because knowledge was like I know knowledge was a major player but he wasn't a major player at the same time like he was just constantly think, calling people from jail like where, where the football bill money at like that's all I know him for I think my problem was this is where the lack of cohesiveness came into effect mm-hmm. they could have at least had one scene showing how he found out Rico sold him out right it wasn't too it just was assumed you kind of knew that's what happened but there was nothing to say how did they find out that he was the one because ha- snitched on them it happened twice because even um the other guy mr uh the, we'll get to that later like in jamaica like this dude was like oh shit lennox did what now and it's like right. why why does that matter like what the fuck are y'all talking what the fuck what and people yeah. just start dying <laughs> it's yeah. just fucking crazy so uh so the cut scene to dmx in atlanta with the right. two young guys wise and Lockhead. Who yep. always are introduced together, and one of them is a rapper, the light skinned one. But I don't. I thought they both remember. were. I thought they both were. I don't remember the other guy. I thought so too. That don't mean I, nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No shit. A lot of a lot of careers didn't flourish, but I, I thought they both were rappers. Um, I can't remember the, the dark. But here, why did DMX not want to give Knowledge bail money? Uh, because he fucked up. It was Knowledge's fault that uh shit got uh, out of whack because he fucked up. And made oh, because yeah, because he made the phone. And call. he was right, a, right, 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 right. And I was saying he was a major player, but he was talking to. Goddamn much because a lot of people were catching wind on certain shit because he kept blabbing and that's what that's what got on DMX nerves in the first place. Well, maybe he was trying to get reduced time. And I think also because um, Bonds was kind of fucked up at the time too. He was, yeah. I mean, he selling weed with with what was it, Wise and Lockheed. Lockheed, yeah, that was yeah. he no, fell that was all the, the dumbest shit. Yeah, yeah, fell yeah. all the way off. You know what I mean? He he got new goons. He went from selling the stuff that Kurt Loader was talking about to selling ounces of weed. Right. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Major downgrade. <laughs> for him. <laughs> 
What and then they cut scenes to, uh, what was it? I put DMX, but it's not DMX. It's Method Man and Rico in the strip club. Yeah, man. This, this is, is a pretty crazy scene. It's crazy. I have, I have some... I've always had a problem with this particular scene. Not the fact that Rico drugs him or any of that, mm. and he gets into the shoot. I, I got a problem that he his plan was to assassinate him in broad daylight or whatever. But it's after the fact. After he gets blown out the door by the uh, the strip club owner or the bartender or whatever. What, and lives? No, no, that's not my problem. My problem is that he just like has this shootout with the cops, and there's no consequence after that from that oh yeah they get scene. away yeah they just get away that's they it. just just leave it's, it's omaha like, bro okay yeah it's, we shot at some cops it's omaha killed a guy in the middle of no, the it's, it's, it's oh omaha. yeah it's omaha okay. cops. All right, they, well. they, they only follow you for 10 miles and then they just say fuck it and and also how quickly the cops showed up it it's, was uh, it's omaha bro <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like the fight just they happened knew, and nah, he showed up they they they're racist <laughs> they, they they knew like we, we just, i know it in my bones they're gonna start some shit they are they're always across the street waiting for some shit to pop off every, uh, I guess every day. So. I guess so. Every Friday night when it's a uh, nickel Tuesdays for shots, <laughs> they're always hanging around. But um, nah, dude. So okay, <laughs> so this is the part where I was kind of bummed out. So it, it was a funny scene where uh, when Rico knew what the deal was when he, when uh, uh, Shamik or Method Man said knowledge. Oh, he's like a present. Yeah, I love the <laughs> slow walk, walk to the side. <laughs> I'll be right back. Because you have two obvious I'm about to shoot you people like walking towards the walking towards Method Man. And I just love how Rico kind of like gets stiff and tries to like sidestep for the, all the bullets not to hit him. And uh, shit just goes up the fan, bro. Like when Rico dies, dude, he just gets shot and falls into a crowd and then like it's kind of that's it. The mm-hmm. end. Never, never heard from again. Never heard from again. And, and, and they gave him all these interesting ass camera angles and fucking, you know, <laughs> semi-iconic things to do. And then he just goes out real quick. And I, yeah. I still was like, I, I, show me the, the bulletproof vest. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to get shot through the window like that or through the door, mm-hmm. like, sh- you know, kind of do the, the, the vest reveal. Or make a mention right. of it or something. Or I'm going to assume this is like, like a Terminator. I what that the vest fuck? on. Yeah, something <laughs> like man, that was close, sir. Like I don't do know. Like just... that, do it like the guy in what's that movie that we watch with the kids killing themselves? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that shit for fucking battle royale. Battle like, royale. Oh, thank God, I'm so back. glad to be yeah. alive. It's something, dude. Like ah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was whatever. And then I like how the uh, the getaway driver was also just chilling. It was no big fucking deal. <laughs> But whatever, dude. So yeah, so this this is another scene that kind of pissed me off was the uh, the Mr. Pelpa uh, scene because who the fuck is this guy number one? I don't, uh, I don't know. Really rough looking cat, man. That's a rough looking dude. When they show up and they say, "Oh, well, go get Chiquita, the the hit chick." I've always had mixed feelings about. It. I'm like, well, she has a nice body, but she's so scary. I never knew how to feel uh, about her. I knew how to feel about that. It's just all uh, that. Like my my thing is, is that shit on your face? That's what permanent? I'm saying. I don't know, but it was that's scary. The question. That's the question. But would it stop me? No, she could just turn around, and I'll just. <laughs> oh, fine. you could just turn around and get your throat cut. No, 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 no. I'll never turn my back on that broad ever, ever. But, um, but that song this... that they played when she walked out. My God, that's what song was that? Oh boy, what is the name of that song? Is it Bomb Bomb? Just Bomb Bomb? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I feel like I feel like I'm just phoning it in, but I think that's the actual name of that song. But uh, uh, then the next scene is actually a really pretty, pretty iconic scene where they're all sitting. I think Tenenbaum, you were talking about this earlier. Oh boy, this is a good scene. That's and, actually one of my favorite scenes. They're sitting at the table in the restaurant, and then mm-hmm. uh, the police come to get him. And Buns, he just knows it's over, so he pulls his fat blunt out of his pocket. It's already rolled. He lit it. He only gets to hit it what two or three times, and it comes snatches it out of his mouth. It was back in the day, man. I was a kid. I thought that was cool. That no, was a badass scene. Like no, I it was because one of them, one, one of the guys was talking shit. Buns was egging on the shit talking, not thinking mm-hmm. it was gonna get out of hand. Right, right. Both of them pull out guns in a nice restaurant, dude. And uh, one was smart enough to not get shot and shot the other guy because you knew it was going to hit badly. You just knew it. And uh, he dropped the other guy first, the one that pulled out the gun first. He got shot, which is kind of, that makes sense to me. I have no problem with that. But I love the just defeated, like, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I think he was just tired because... Yeah, I he mean, was so tired. He was. Nas or somebody mentioned, I think Nas in, in the narration mentioned, he could have stopped it at any given time. Yeah. They was just soldiers. They was just guest men. You know what I mean? Right. He just... I don't know. I think he was just ready to turn it in. Yes. Well, what did he have left? Nothing. Where? You know what I just thought about? Mm. So everybody else in the crew, um, you know, is going to jail and all this kind of stuff, right? 
Mm-hmm. Nas escapes untouched. Yeah, because he because he never got into the drug thing to begin with. Like he was down for the robbing, but he was he mm-hmm. opted out and started reading okay. self-impre- like started reading books. You know that that's when Nas drew the line. You know, slaughtering people and taking their money was no problem. This is easily the best scene of the entire movie. Absolutely. This is a uh, uh, this is Lennox, aka Ox's uh, Scarface moment. You know, he's sitting there. He's still watching a uh, soccer on his old ass tube TV. Mm-hmm. He looks down at the uh, his controller and he sees waves of dudes coming in. He doesn't call any of his security because they don't exist. Where's Virgil when you need him? And <laughs> he pr- he proceeds. I don't know how he does it. Does it while he's rolling on the ground? But he proceeds to basically slaughter the whole team. Come on. If he starts breakdancing while I'm shooting at him, <laughs> but it I might die of laughter. But it, it did. It. But let's get to some of his, his phrases. Please. Who won test me? I don't know. I don't, you know what's fucked up? I haven't even written these down. This is all from memory. Dude, I'm the original Dun Dada. Yep. What else was it? You said you want to test me, boy. I feel like you want to test me. I kill, I romp. I kill people for fun. Oh, uh, yeah. You want to romp with me? Something. You want to romp with me? Uh, <laughs> Oh, he said so much. A lot shit. of bumper clots. A lot of bumper. A lot of bumper clots. Literally. Yeah, but that—that's all I remember. I wish he took a handful of his like his his uh, <laughs> his charity weed and just like start chewing on it while he was talking shit like that. And threw it at people and just, <laughs> just right in their take face. One, take one. Take <laughs> one. <laughs> Smoke one for later. Blah, blah. <laughs> what do I buy? Ross class. Oh yeah, he was uh yeah he's the most Ross class. Whatever, doc. Like, you know. All the all the cliches, all the things that uh, angry Jamaican people will say. Yeah, yeah he said throw, throw it all in there. Uh, fucking awesome though. He drops like fucking thirteen people by himself, which is uh, most of the bodies in this entire movie. Yeah, yeah wild, blind, drunk. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, we shitty add. drunk. Yeah, you're right. Because if he was in his right mind, he would have been fine. He was just well, if he had had Virgil with him, he would have would have lived from this encounter. But I, you know. honestly, anybody, if you had any, like just literally, just just uh, Ethel, whoever the fuck his uh, <laughs> his cook was. <laughs> If uh if if Bertha was there, man, he'd have been he would have made it. But uh, Chiquita fucking ninjas the shit out of his ass. Well, she could she should have honestly. Why the fuck did she not just go by herself? Like she would have been fine. Now and she's so stealthy. Like it, it was point. It was really pointless to throw all the fucking people in there to die. This is for Nas fans. Um, Nas had a song called One Love. Talking about yeah yeah. And in the third verse, um, go ahead and Google it whenever you have time. This is actually a visual representation of his third verse. Right right right. right. It's dope as fuck. Because when I was watching it, I'm like, man, this seems really familiar. And then I remember the One Love lyrics. It basically goes, so I comes back home, nobody's out, but shorty doo-wop. Rolling two fillies together on the bridge, they call it oo-wops. He said, Nas, niggas call me busting off the roof, so I wear a bulletproof and a black tray deuce. So on and so forth. That's how the... the they call me busting on the roof. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's why I love that scene. This is getting towards the end, and this is right. really kind of this is where it lost a lot of people. Boy. Yeah, it's just it's, it it really gets all over the place. Well, yeah. It's like they gave up, kind of like they ran out of steam. I was looking it up, and apparently the process didn't go too smooth, and they had a ton of rewrites. It starts with all this go back to Africa stuff, oh, uh, undercover I- cops. So mm-hmm. so X gets out basically to get uh, hit up by the uh, the feds to do a hit on a minister. Mm-hmm. I do like the scene when uh, DMX is playing basketball and shit, and uh, you know it's like time is passing, and like the dude been there the whole time watching him. And I actually like like that's the one time I did like the um, the super far away camera for that because mm-hmm. I felt like we're actual witness to what's actually happening like i thought that was uh, like that that's one of the few far 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 shots that i actually did appreciate it added kind of just to the mysterious effect of it because right that guy and i don't remember his name I don't, they probably didn't even mention his name but he was he kind of rep it was more of what he represented he was just exactly a, you know what i mean mm-hmm. to the movie mm-hmm. as opposed to just an actual person he was assembling right and right. um even what, what was he in the car and he said yeah you my nigga you my nigga Boy, like, that was that extra. That, that was like an no, no, extra. No, I felt like, that when that said oh. when you like, I want to punch this motherfucking yeah. face. <laughs> that was an extra little spice they put on it to let you know you do, you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is laid it on thick. Now like, let's this go is, get a bean pie. Yeah, 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 buddy. yeah, yeah. This isn't the right way. For you. So this this is when we get to T Boz and um. Oh yeah, you know T Boz's character was that was her actual name, uh, Tian. That was her. That's her real name, by the way. Just a little quick nugget. But uh, they're having a conversation, and I was like, you know what? Let's just go to Africa, and uh, got to give props to T. Bob's for being uh, her character for being very supportive, because I can only imagine 
if I say that shit, how that would actually uh, go with the wife. <laughs> a, lot, All right, bye. a lot of shut the fuck ups. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Africa? Like, I mean, like, I get it, but I would try the, I would like, you know, I'll, I'll put my foot in the water and try the West Indies first, you know, <laughs> build up to Africa. I feel like that's a huge jump. She was, cause she was trying to like be nice. It's so far. All right. So, so DMX is into this ministry and, and it, it's real for him. He, he gets converted. And then they go, uh, Tion trying to go home and Method Man and all his goons are in the house. So, that's scary shit. That'd be scary. Yeah, super scary. Because then her weapon, too, was like, damn, that's the gun I gave her? Yeah, like two shots. Luckily, he leaves. I was really afraid. Of I, I didn't know where that was going. But that was menacing as fuck. And I it, was only, it was tense. It was pretty tense. Super tense. tense. I, I thought she was about to get her ass beat, honestly. And uh, so we go back to DMX. And uh, I was kind of laughing because, like, DMX has changed so much. And it's only, like, been within a year. Well, once you start selling the moon pies, your whole <laughs> <laughs> your whole inner being changes. Right? Moon pies. Your moon pies. Right. He, he's not he's not upgraded to full bean pie you status have, yet. You, you gotta, gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get yeah, your you gotta work your before you get to bean pie. I think he was looking for something. That's not where they lost it for me. I bought that. I wasn't too shocked by that. Then they uh, cut to a uh, Nas in the barbershop scene, right? Yeah, this is uh, this is after the breaking conversation with T. Yes, yeah. and he he wants to try. He tries to shoot Nas, right. and I wrote down. I said Nas has the realest barber ever because yeah. he does not hesitate to shoot at black at all. He's like, "You're fucking up my tip." I feel like Nas was supposed to die right there. Nah, I really do. I felt like he was supposed to die in the scene. But uh, we get to the minister hit mm-hmm. where uh, DMX is going up Metal Gear Solid mode and he's like hiding. DMX gets to drop on him uh, on the minister, and the minister like let it happen on purpose, mm-hmm. which is a ballsy move. I don't, you know, even if I was a minister, I don't trust my ministry skills that much. To uh, <laughs> 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 I'm a minister the fuck out of DMX. Just you watch, guys. I won't die. I'm good, real good. But we get um we get like a real ass speech though. It's, it's a real fucking speech. <laughs> I put in my notes. Here's the message. <laughs> there it is. I hate the fact that they did the whole message thing at the end. Man, I was like, uh, why hype? You could have totally left this part out. <sighs> it, it was on no purpose. Like the way that they wrapped this movie up was just. Yeah. The message could have came in the middle when people were still paying attention because at this point I think everybody kind of was like about to pass out, fall asleep from whatever shit they took before they started watching this movie. It was but, just uh, two five points. They could've, he could have focused on, he could have just, he could have been more traditional. I think he was trying to be a little too ambitious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outside the box a little too much when he could have, he could have stuck to a formula. People were going to see it. I mean, the cast was there. People were going to see it. I think he just kind of tried a little bit too hard was what it was. What, what I wish would have happened, their epic rise and then a slow fall in which the they start disintegrating, turning against each other, things like that, and that would have been sufficient, mm-hmm. right, perfectly right. fine. Maybe even an end fight between DMX and Nas, because maybe DMX tries to disturb his home life, maybe hit on his chick, something very very simple, right? As opposed to this entire back to Africa stuff and like like, like them both finding enlightenment is what makes it kind of goofy to me. Yeah, was, and then out of nowhere they throw in you know uh, Keisha killing yeah they, uh, they method man they interlace like, oh. they interlace that with the speech with the the message and then with the countdown because you know the year two thousand is coming y'all you know because that was a big fucking deal you know back in the day for us you know like being in you know because you know all the computers were gonna reset <laughs> yeah microwave yeah. was gonna work in the morning yeah yeah <laughs> you know what the fuck was gonna happen yeah so the minister doesn't die you know the countdown's over it's year two thousand hooray DMX gets a, a soulful hug hopefully he doesn't go to jail but he probably goes to jail and uh the reason this is why i, I think Nas is supposed to die because uh no africa scene just confetti and then yeah. like you get Nas telling you what africa's like and i was like well bitch, fuck you man it's beautiful oh uh, man we it's did like it dirty hippie we fucking made it man it. africa yeah it's like no nah, bitch you didn't make it to africa i was like you died bro like why wouldn't you show him i don't know doing anything you can show him walking on any beach and be like that's africa something you know how they do that at the end of a movie, they show the person's picture and they have that little blurb, DMX served, I don't know, five to ten in the correctional facility. Right. Uh, yeah, Keisha yeah. went on to have two kids. Just something. Yeah. But they didn't do any of that. It was nah, like, it's over. That's it. Let's see. Uh, let's start with our, our guest, Royal Tenenbaum. What What was your overall take of this movie? I don't know if it if it did it change after watching it again, or was it always uh, this particular rating you're about to give it? It's definitely not as good as as it was when I was what 13, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was a lot of bad acting. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> oh yes, the acting was a lot worse than than I remember. 
Um, it's when DMX is your yeah. best actor. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, on a four scale, I'd, I'd have to give it a two out of a four. If I, I'd be nice if I said two and a half. But to be honest, I'd, I'd probably go two out of four. Would you, would you recommend? Because like we usually just ask if you will pass it along. I think that's like the the biggest. Oh, definitely, without a doubt. Especially this is not a movie I would recommend to all audiences. Mm, yes. Mm. Um, but I, I would definitely recommend it to the people who have appreciation for that era. And for me, for me personally, um, I love the movie. I, I still do. Black, what you got, man? Uh, you, you know, I, you know, I fuck with the movie. I still do. If you're a hip hop fan, watch it. You know, I mean, you're gonna like it. I would not just, I wouldn't recommend it to uh, somebody like a, a 40 year old guy. Just you know, a, a casual movie watcher, they wouldn't get it, and they probably would turn it off. <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's very it's a very direct audience that they're going for, and I think that they they hit the key. There's probably some guy wearing Timberland boots that watches this every morning before he goes to work. <laughs> I'm pretty confident of it. Well, the Dada ones. No. He, he, he sits there. He rocks his Dada. He he, no, he got he his lugs. He irons on it. He irons his fat farm. His Fubu jersey. Oh, gets ready for another day at the Split Factory, and uh, <laughs> he turns on Belly. <laughs> Well, jamming old St. Ives commercials. Oh, All right, well, uh, this movie's okay. I mean, like they said, you really got to be a fan of the rap scene that was back then to fully appreciate it. I think the director was just a big old fan of film. I saw a lot of callbacks to old mobster movies like Scarface and The Godfather, fucking Goodfellas and shit. Uh, I even like the, the shootout with fucking Method Man and goddamn Cat Williams over there. <laughs> that, that was a... That was a that felt like a Tarantino movie right there, dude. It was yeah. all tense and shit. And then just the sudden fucking violence that erupted. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. For me, personally, it was it was mediocre. It was fine. I don't think I need to watch it again anytime soon. You know, thinking about this movie, and I'm thinking about the plot. The plot seems like if we were to all go out to the bar and drink, and then all of a sudden says, hey, let's make a movie. And they give us a, you know, when the bartender gives us a, a napkin, that's, I feel like that's how this movie, all right, we're going to send Nas to Africa. Yeah, that, that sounds good. I feel Moon like, pies. I yeah. feel like somebody handed the napkin. I like, come in and tell them, and tell Buns to kill. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nah, if it, it seems it, like a bunch of uh, just ideas thrown. If it was gonna be accurate, somebody grabs the napkin and throws it away. Like we don't need that shit. And then, <laughs> and, then, and, then and then Hype Williams comes out the back, cleans off the napkin. Like this is gold. Yeah. I wonder how much of this is, is really ad libbed as opposed to it. It seems like it's a very loose script. I'm gonna say eighty <laughs> percent. I think the, uh, the the black getting stripped naked. I think that was real. Uh, <laughs> I think the only scripted part was the Omaha raid and the uh, in Big Head Rico and uh, his conversations with Method Man. You know, because he's an actual actor. Because you so, know, there was no no way hype was like, all right, look, Ox, I want you to roll around on the ground in <laughs> <laughs> his bag, just spin the circle like a like the break dance, yeah, like the break dance, and like Ox, break just, dance. like do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R- real quick, uh, what kind of drink will we get? This we'll start with uh, Royal Saint Ives. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> black already answered. Cinema, what kind of drink would you get this? It's a big ass bottle of Henny already. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Chips? Shit, I don't know. I saw, what's something that that fucking glows a bright, sickly blue? Oh, hypnotic. No, hypnotic. There you go. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, I was gonna say Cristal. That was hot shit back then. It was in everybody's fridge and cribs. That was the thing. So I'm gonna oh, say Cristal. <laughs> big old, just bottles for everybody. Bottle service. Uh, all right, so this, this is the interesting question. Uh, if this was a video game, what would it be? Grand Theft. Grand Theft, that's a good answer. Uh, what would we got? Uh, chips, what do you think? Yeah, I guess that's the only logical answer right there. Or with, uh, with the ox part, that could be Max Payne right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Max Payne. <laughs> <laughs> the awkward rolling around, yeah, yeah. taking on 13 yeah, when motherfuckers you, when, you, on when, you, when you do the dive and you go on 360 and you look retarded, that's exactly what he does. <laughs> and instead of munching on those pain pills, he just has this big box of, of weed that he carries around. Yeah. Just, I'm the original Dandada. <laughs> It'll be called... <laughs> Like, to, to lower the rating, they'll call it roughage. It won't be. Just... I, I, the name of the game would be Romp With Me. <laughs> Romp With Me Part 2. 
Have y'all played the, play, the uh, Scarface game? I think it was PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, I actually like that game. Oh, that was really good. That game, really like that, that game was really good. That was a great game. That was under, that's an underrated game, dude. Nobody talks about it. Complete opposite of the movie. Really underrated. Would you Would you make it like that? that that's that's what that's what I, I go for. That's such a good one, dude. God damn it. I'm, I'm going to make it be a, a DMX-centric game, and it'll be like uh, a 50 Cent Bulletproof. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. All right, so let's do the body count. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. That body count. Uh, that body count. Well, from my uh, notes here, it looks to be 23. Excellent note-taking, Black. Excellent note-taking. No problem, sir. <laughs> I Smooth sailing as always. Oh, yeah, as always. Show. Not, a, not, a, not a beat skipped right here, folks. Now we're going to go into skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just wanna see a little feet. Just show me that booty. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. Uh, skin deep. Uh, we have uh, six pairs of uh, boobs. And unfortunately, uh, two pairs of dongs flopping around. One was a uh, guy named Black who got jacked, and uh, his penis uh, was showed uh, the, the jacker uh, DMX. Um, I'll never say that sentence again. And uh, two dudes' butts in jail. So uh, pretty even distribution of uh, nudity back and forth there. It was a little awkward. And uh, that's pretty much it with that. Um, yeah. uh, I think it's shout-out time. It is shout out time. Uh Royal Tenant Bar. We're gonna let you gonna let you go first and uh, say your shout outs. And if you want to plug your stuff again, you're more than welcome. Uh, I'm at Rexwalls.com. I review movies, music, television. Rex Walls is R-E-X-W-A-L-L-S dot com. You can also search Rex Walls at uh Z1079 um radio station. I blog with them as well. Oh, that's what's up. And uh we actually met on a really great uh, Facebook group movie addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's uh, start movie addiction one time. Uh, oh, yeah. Movie addiction, search that on Facebook. If you love movies, definitely search movie addiction. It's a great group of mm-hmm. uh, people who, you know, just talk about movies, what's coming out, old movies. A lot of people, I don't, I don't know how old you guys are, but a lot of them are uh, 80s babies. That's definitely us. Uh, being black, what you got? That was it. Oh, that was it? Yeah, I, I, like, I do like to shout out uh, my boys at Moon Pie Methodist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping that those things pumping. Uh, Bowtie Baptist. Uh, pecan Pentecostal. <laughs> pecan Pie Pentecostal. Hell yeah, all those guys. PPP. Uh, Chips, who you, you got? <laughs> uh, well, first shout out to our guests. Thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate it. Appreciate also, it. Uh, Shout out to these uh, tacos I bought stupidly before we did the podcast. I didn't get a chance to get into them. You got crunchy ones, you dumbass? No, no, no. <laughs> Regular tortilla ones. <laughs> no, just, you, get, you ate uh, all types of shit on the show. I don't know why you're acting like you, uh, you're brand new now. But good for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I like turkey burger myself. I got oh, you. nice. I'm eating spit. There's <laughs> nothing going down. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, the Nerd Podcast Mafia, as always. Uh, so Wizard. <laughs> Open all powers, uh, fans on patrol, dork of all trades, goddamn it, Nerdtastic Four, back issue pod. Did I say that already? Fans on patrol, I got them bookmarked. I'm gonna check them out a little later. Yeah, you should. I highly recommend them. Boy, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Convo Comics cast, and whoever I missed, I'm sorry. I feel like I you say open all powers. Yeah, I did. Dork of all trades. Yeah, comic combo. Yeah, yeah. Combo comics. Yeah, we got it. We got it. I think we got it. Okay. Back issue. Back issue. Yeah, I think I did that too. Whatever. Just say them all again. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's doing. But uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, Nameless and uh, Question Seven for the uh, music drops. Also to uh, Young Mustard, uh, Boss Rhino, the Samoan Wrestling King. Shout out to y'all. Uh, and Ghost and Ghostini. Yeah, shout out to that boy Ghost, Cherche the Ghost, uh, Tony Stark's. Uh, <laughs> Iron Man, a.k.a. Uh, and all the Apollo kids. The Wallaby King. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Y'all have a good one, man. Um, we're doing um, the Japanese version of House next episode. So that's going to be interesting. All right. You guys have a good one. Hey. hey.